0: Hello, welcome to episode 11 of the podcast. I'm Ben Maudsley and I'm of course joined by David Wetnall. Hello. How are you today? I'm okay. I've
1: got a bit of a cold, so if my voice sounds different, I'm not an imposter.
0: Now, um, on the rare occasion that we receive correspondence from a listener, always quite exciting. Fan mail. Got an email last week. I have to say I was quite disappointed after the first line of text.
1: Can you read it out?
0: Can I just say all correspondence must be read out in a West Country accent by default? I think that's a rule that we established long ago.
1: Hello Dave and Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Steve. Uh, Just a message to reassure you guys that you do have a listener. Also, would have won that T-shirt, but didn't want you guys to go to the expense of getting one made for me. The half hour of complete drivel is more than enough reward. (laughs) Hang on. So, does he like it or not?
0: Well, I think he's joking, but... Oh, drivel, okay. But um, that's that's another quote for our poster, that. Yeah? Half an hour of complete drivel. Do you know uh, Dave and Steve is a derogatory term that you can use for a couple of people? What? So, I found this on, do you know the Urban Dictionary? Yeah. So this is Dave and Steve, this is the definition. And I think it very accurately describes me and you. you. Are you ready? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Dave and Steve, a duo of douchebags. (laughs) They both suck and everybody hates them. They can't get laid for their lives. Dave and Steve are total tools and everyone knows it. They can't live without each other. (laughs) (laughs) And honestly, that isn't the urban addiction. so weird.
1: Maybe then we should revisit that, you know, what Mike means. Yeah. We thought he was a fan. Maybe maybe not a fan. But yeah, check that out. Dave and Steve, they, couple of douchebags.
0: They can't live without each other. <laughs> uh, that made me laugh anyway. Yes. Um, can you read out the rest of the letter, please?
1: Okay, so he goes on. My friend told me the other day that during his roast dinner, his nan was very upset at the sight of Ronnie O'Sullivan at the Masters. Confused as to her hatred of the great man, he found out that many years ago she had heard Ronnie peed in a plant pot and she never forgave him for it. <laughs> Do you think it was her plant pot, or just just she was just disgusted by the story? I, I imagine it just disgusted by the story. Okay. Um, Continued. <laughs> I was surprised to read that the party animals over at Snooker Island didn't take to this. Dot 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 dot. <laughs> Perhaps more appearances from Robert Milkins. Yes, my lord. Cheers, your listener Mike, or as we call him Tony. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so I wasn't too happy with that. Well, yeah, I mean, you you do say clearly at the beginning of every episode that your name is Ben Maudsley. I
0: sent them an I love Dave and Steve show (laughs) t-shirt.
1: Maybe you think Steve Davis is here.
0: Uh, Maybe you got a bit confused. Yeah. But do send us send us your fan
1: mail. We'll read it out in a West Country accent and we'll take the piss out of any mistakes you've made.
0: (laughs) Especially if you're a listener from overseas, because that'd be quite interesting to know, because you can't really tell who's listening. No. So it's snookerpodcast at gmail.com.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks for that, Mike um thanks for your letter have
0: you noticed his name's michael tall like mr tall mr tall i bet he gets yeah. a lot of uh mr men jokes doesn't he yeah i used to know someone called mr tickle did you really yeah
1: mm. it's not a joke <laughs> <laughs> i'm just wondering if you could get all the full collection of mr men do you reckon if you went through like the census data there'd be one for everybody uh, i mean there's not gonna there'd be a mr bump probably it'd be a mr strong I reckon. mr strong yeah who else Mr. Noisy <laughs> probably not nah. just, I uh, can't remember them all Mr. Mr. Messy Mr. Messy was just a scribble Messy oh yeah Lionel Messi. <laughs> Um yeah well I reckon we can get the full set listeners if you know anyone who's got the name of a Mr. Man this or could, a
0: Little Miss this could be like a, uh, like a Dave Gorman like a yeah, yeah. podcast we'll try and
1: find all the Mr. Men yeah, yeah. there's going to be some though that just you never find Mr. Nosey Mr. Nosey yeah
0: you never know. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, um, have you been watching this Ronnie O'Sullivan American Hustle show?
1: I watched the first episode, but I haven't watched any I've of the I've others. been
0: enjoying it. Um, if, you haven't, if you haven't watched it, it's just Ronnie O'Sullivan. It's more like a travel show, really. They yeah, go around yeah. America, different cities, and then they'll go to a billiards hall and try and like, hustle like a local player or like a professional. I mean, it's a bit contrived, but it's yeah. quite entertaining. But they always meet these weird pool players. They're always mad, like... Yeah. This this guy, Kid Delicious, really made me laugh. His voice what's is, his name? Kid Delicious. Kid Delicious. <laughs> Listen to how, like, rough his voice is. Danny? How you doing, my friend? Matt? Matt? Ronnie? How you
2: doing? Pleasure to meet you guys. Danny, what's the surname? Uh, Kid Delicious. Okay, Kid Delicious. So you've been a hustler? That's what I've done most of my life. In my teens, they was... Uh... As my game started coming up, mm. there was a lot of guys telling me to not go pro first. Yeah, because there was millions of dollars to be won. First, gambling. I won a hundred thousand dollars in the night. Wow. In Philadelphia, I actually had to beat four guys in a row. I only came in that place with, with about four or five thousand dollars
0: love his voice. It's amazing.
1: Do you know what he sounds like to me? In my
2: teens.
1: He sounds like a slowed down version of Skeletor.
0: It does, doesn't it? Do you think we could speed that up? Possibly. Not on the... I can't do it right now. Not on the drop of a hat. <laughs> I'll do it in the edit. Um. I'll, see, I'll, I'll let you know about that.
1: Let me know if it sounds like... In my like. teens.
0: How do you get a voice like that? How many fags
1: you've got to smoke? hundred a day. In um, money. In
2: my teens.
1: I liked it when he said, uh,
2: What a guy. I had... Four or five dollars in my pocket. I won a hundred thousand dollars. It's a good impression. I had to beat four guys.
1: (laughs) Four games of pool, mate. That's nothing. I could do that. Yeah.
2: I would say, hey, it's me, the kid, Kid Delicious. I'm here with my pool cue to hustle some of you boobs. (laughs) I got four or five dollars in my pocket. I'm going to walk out of here with a hundred grand. It sounds almost
0: like he's had a trachea on me. <laughs> <laughs> got a voice, the box Got a voice simulator. like Marge Simpson smoking doing, doing a hundred fags. A hundred woodbinds. Doing his death metal. Uh, <laughs> 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 um Also, I found this list on the internet of all like, uh, f- the funny... Player nicknames. look at this.
2: Hey, this is Kid Delicious, and I'm here with a couple of my pool pals. We got Airport Steve, the bald headed shit, Big Arm John, Big Randy, Big Wave Dave, Charlie the Wop, Crying Brian, The Disco Plowboy, Lester the Molester, Johnny Pockets, Fat Rat, Harry the Horse, The Buttplug Putty Man, Crying Brian, Big Skin, Fat Randy, Fat Rat, Sod, Big Money, Big Arm John, Bakenstein! Crying Brian, Fat David, Fat Ralph, and Burger King Jeff.
0: <laughs> I've been feeling a bit snookered out recently. I think there's a little snooker overload. A li- little bit too much snooker on. And mm. I've decided that's it, snooker detox until the world championship because Snooker <laughs> Detox. Honestly, I mean it's obviously there's stuff on at the moment, it's gonna yeah, be a yeah, tournament yeah, on next yeah. week, and I'm just not gonna watch it. Yeah. Because I started watching the German Masters a few weeks back and just felt a bit disinterested. Yeah. And it's a bit worrying. Because I mean the final was amazing. It was Anthony Hamilton winning his first yeah, yeah, event. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's been on the tour for like twenty odd years and I just felt a bit like it's not it's not exciting anymore.
1: Yeah. So, you do want to, you don't want to get snookered out. No. You wanna sort of well, I think the there's a lot of tournaments on, but most people, most fans, aren't watching everyone. But right. I think you watch a lot of it. Like,
0: well, yeah. But then it was the uh, Grand Prix, and I was away for that, mm. so that kind of reset me a little bit. Yeah, and I kind of just uh, kept up to date what was happening on Twitter and stuff. So that mm. was quite good. Uh, actually, this little clip came up of Robbo, It really made me laugh. It's like a little <laughs> backstage interview. Yeah, it's like one of these interviews where you pick a number and it's like a random question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, this is the most thinly veiled brag about how much money
3: he's got I've ever heard. <laughs> Listen to this. What's
1: the most money you've ever given away?
3: Most money I've ever given away? Uh, <laughs> it depends who you're asking. <laughs> um, oh, I really don't know. Um, I've donated, um, yeah, I've, I've, I've made sort of pretty large contributions to um, some charities and stuff like that. Um yeah. I'm not going to go into detail how much I I wouldn't, I don't think that's right. Right, let's take next number. Uh, ten. Number ten. What's the stupidest thing you've ever done? Stupidest thing I've ever done? Um, hmm. Um, probably the stupidest thing I've ever done. (coughs) God, I've got no idea. Stupid, stupid, stupid thing. Um, I know, probably um put my foot down in my um C sixty three AMG until it couldn't go any faster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what well, I like about that is it's like yeah, I don't want to go into too much detail about all the uh, millions I give to charity <laughs> And then he's talking about his like really expensive car. So yeah. obviously that's more than the expensive car. Yeah.
2: What's the stupidest thing I've ever done? Stupid, stupid, stupid.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's an interesting man, Robo, isn't he? He is. How much do you think he gave to those charities?
0: Yeah, don't want to go into too much detail
1: about all the millions. Yeah, I've made some pretty <laughs> substantial contributions to a few charities. Not
0: going to go into details. But I can safely say it's more than my bloody big sports car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a wally! But what yes, a bloody wally. But um, what was the tournament after that? Was it was the Welsh Open, which you went to. Well, I had the tickets finals. to the final, so it was a little bit more interesting getting back into watching a tournament because obviously I'd be wanting to see who's going to be in the final. Yes. And uh, took the old snooker wife down in the car. Well,
1: technically, she took you. Cause, well, yeah, uh, she got me the tickets. She got you the
0: tickets. And she drove. Did she? But on the way down, um, I mean, she just wanted to see a good match. We were kind of sporting Judd Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on the way down, he was 4-0 down. And I was yeah. like, I said to her, technically, we could we could potentially just see one frame. Yeah, because it I could go finish it I eight, said 8 it will said, it won't be like that, but, you know, it could do. yeah. Uh, but turned out it was a really exciting final. Yeah, it was a cracker, wasn't it? Like, yeah. So it was amazing to see that live. I mean, I've never experienced the final, especially mm. going down to a decider. Excellent, and she really enjoyed it. So she's going to go to more. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, uh, maybe, maybe. My earpiece could only pick up the uh, the comedy <laughs> commentary.
1: Shipping forecast. Yeah, I was
0: re- I was messing around a bit trying to find Willie. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Shouldn't
1: be doing that in the... Uh, was
0: fi- I, was, I kept fiddling... I trying to fiddly with it, to try and find it. Fiddly with fiddly you, Willie. with you, Willie. <laughs> but I like, was really annoyed. Because like, oh, you had, like little buttons on it to try and scan to the next yeah, guitar. Yeah. I was just getting Neil folds, But folds he's quite good.
1: Were they not, were they not showing them? Were they not broadcasting the BBC on then?
0: Not on the earpieces. No. I don't know. Why? I suppose you can only do one. It'd be contractual things, won't it? Yeah. But the big talking point of the tournament was uh, Jackson Page, this 15-year-old. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the one who looks like he's about they're 30. They were him the man-child. I yeah. thought that was a bit mean. Well, he does look... He had a beard. Well, he's got a full beard, yeah. He got through a couple of rounds. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, can you imagine that when you were 15, having a beard? <laughs> Being absolutely brilliant. Straight down the shops. Air rifle and pack of the silk cuts. Oh, lovely.
1: <laughs> I think things have changed since our day. No one's into silk cuts anymore. But, yeah. Lovely. Lovely, luscious beard he had. Oh, Jackson
0: Page. I did watch a bit. Of me. It seemed pretty good. I didn't see any of them. Did you watch the final? You did, didn't you?
1: I did. Yeah, I was looking for you in the crowd. Couldn't see you.
0: It, w- it was actually quite a difficult match to watch because the standard was so bad. It was t- Yeah, it was weird. It was dramatic. In the last like five, mm,
1: five or six frames, there was bold. no break over forty or something like that.
0: That's quite difficult in a live setting. Yeah. Although you want the drama and the yeah, which is good, but you know, it was it, you just want a few get get on with a few of the matches. Yeah, yeah. build to maybe like a dramatic finish but it, yeah. it was enjoyable even though we've spawned Trump Trumpo but uh, that was a good time
1: yeah I thought he was going to win
0: Trumpo he's played so poorly yeah. really bad I mean, well, he got ahead at one point didn't he he was 8-7 he was up he, his single ball bottom was amazing like long mm. bottom was incredible but he just couldn't get in and make a break yeah uh, I think you got a bit of a jinx on him though because every time you watch Trump he plays bad
1: yeah I suppose maybe I'll start watching him sorry Judd <laughs> I'll give it a miss next time you're playing.
0: <clears throat> but he uh, commiserating himself with a Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. After the
1: match, I'm gonna get a Burger King. Get, get them for the, free. I get the Burger Kings for free because I'm sponsored by Burger King. I show them my badge and I get a Burger King. <laughs> <laughs>
0: show my badge.
1: Hello, it's me, Jed Trump. Can I have my free Burger King now?
0: <laughs> Look, I got my badge.
1: Here's my badge, Burger King badge. <laughs>
0: What was the tournament after that? Or was the shootout? What do you think of the shootout in, well, in general? I watched a bit, of, quite a bit of the shootout. What did, I mean, what do you think of the tournament as a whole? Um,
1: I don't think it should be a ranking event. No,
0: I mean, that's it, not, we, there's no point discussing that. It should no. be a ranking
1: event. I mean, I've seen some arguments from, from Barry Hearn, who put it on Twitter the other day, that basically, like, it stays as a ranking event, or it gets removed from the calendar because you can't have it as an. A, there's not enough interest for it to be a, a, an exhibition. Like, yeah, yeah, So it has to be ranking, or it has to be gone. Yes. But I do think it's a good tournament. I think it's like, it's exciting. It can be exciting. Yeah. and
0: there's definitely a skill and an art to it. Yeah, like changing your game to play in that style.
1: Yeah, I think you. It's more of a mindset, isn't it? It's not like the skill set. It's just a mindset of
0: being like, I I've think, just got to attack it. I just think everything. the way it's presented is. Dead trashy and like yeah. with like the girls, the bet, so they're trying
1: team. to make it like the snooker, aren't they? Like to mm-hmm. get in that, right. that type of punter who wants to go and like get pissed and, and get a bit leery and, and shout things out. Like they have they try and get all these chants going, like with the yellow and stuff like that. And
0: it doesn't really work when you're Mexican waving a yellow ball being potted. Yeah. You, you've got a quest in your terrible existence. Well, you? yeah, <laughs> yeah, nah, but it's a bit of fun. It's, it's just,
1: <laughs> it's, I can see why they try and do it. And I do think it's quite interesting, but um, I don't think it's going to catch on. I don't think there's enough interest in it to no. to grow into like a different
0: format. What was interesting to me though was Anthony McGill winning because that gets him into the top sixteen. Yeah. Now, do you remember a long, long time ago I placed a bet on him for the World Championships at ninety to one? Which, what last year? Yeah. Did which you? is, I mean, I don't think he's going to win it, but he's got a much better chance because he's, in, he's in, the in the top sixteen. 16. Yeah. Is he, he doesn't have to go through three Seeded, rounds to qualify. Yeah. And he's he's that type of player. It wouldn't shock you if, if he did really well at the Cousin. Well, no, he's got that kind of game, hasn't he? Yeah, and he's he's a good player. He's a good player. He's
1: he's got a really good temperament as well. He doesn't seem to be phased by anything.
0: No. Someone like him, I think, you could go far in it as a bit of a yeah. shock outsider, a bit yeah. like when sort of Sean Murphy won it or yeah, when he got in.
1: to the final. Quids in. how much
0: did you put on? I to, I'm going to tell you unless uh, all minutes. right, kg.
1: <laughs> put the house on it, but um, um but it was. Yeah.
0: But yeah, as, as we were saying about the tournament and the way it's presented, I was trying to think back, they had it in a really great venue a couple of years back, it was like a sort of circle, circular kind of thing yeah. around, and I was thinking, what was that? And I googled it, and it was the Blackpool Tower Circus.
1: Oh uh, right, okay. I was like, oh
0: yeah, I remember that. And uh, I stumbled across <coughs> a TripAdvisor review of it, and it was really yeah. funny. And okay. I ended up going through like pages and pages of these one-star reviews, and yeah. they were making me laugh so much, I thought, this has got to be... A new feature. So the, the new feature is called Venue Vitriol. I like it, and it's one-star reviews of of snooker, snooker venues. venues. So, like wherever the Crucible or the Ali Pali. Yeah. So, should we read some out? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: We should make a jingle for for a Venue Vitriol.
0: Uh, there's a couple. There's one from the Crucible. There's a couple from the Crucible there that are quite funny. Okay, the Crucible. You if you can like... come down
1: to the Crucible and watch snooker, you will feel so privileged. And you can say I was there. I did, and I don't even like snooker. But I do now. Great place to be.
0: It's so prelage to be It is
1: so <laughs> privilege. Privilege. <laughs> privilege.
0: Yeah, there's, a few, there's another one from the Crucible there.
1: Uh, yeah, this one. We saw Kez at the Crucible and left halfway through. The appeal of Kez is the risque dialogue and humour. This version had no dialogue, and the story was told through the medium of dance. Kez was a piece of newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that must be. Uh, do you do think you know the what... meaning was made out of papier mache? I think so, yeah. Do you know what? It must Kez be so annoying. Kez was a piece of newspaper.
0: <laughs> if you run a venue, it must be so annoying reading those views of things. The plays. plays yeah. And you're like, well, it's not the fucking menu. Really.
1: Yeah. We uh, shot Kez at the cruise, but left halfway through. The exits were clearly marked and easy to find. Um, what else is on there? Okay, so we got the snooker shootout. At so Black this is the Blackpool whole circus. circus. Ushered into hot and stuffy room with no aircon, where it felt as if we were going to be gassed. This lasted 15 to 20 minutes. We then entered the 4D viewing room with a wet and slippery floor and were instructed to line up and squash together as if we were in a firing line. <laughs> then we were squirted with water and other substances. <laughs> <laughs> you think this person's been watching, like, a lot of, sort of, second World War documentaries. because awesome. it kind of like it felt as if we're gonna be gassed we were squashed together as if we're in a firing line it... I, I'm sure it wasn't that bad well um, is it... Is it... another one about Blackpool Tower
0: yeah
1: it said uh, we had bug off vouchers but couldn't use them to get combined tickets for circus the eye and jungle gyms if you use bug off then book it separate eg book the circus using the bug off. Then the eye using bug off, then the jungle gyms using bug off. You cannot use the bug off on this booking, but you will save 36 quid doing it this way. Bug
0: off. <laughs> that, that's hilarious.
1: Oh, that's so funny. Get
0: your bug off out. If you use bug off then book
1: it separate. <laughs> <laughs> book the circus using bug off, then the eye
2: using bug off, and then jungle gyms using <laughs> bug off.
0: Uh, this bit of commentary uh, I heard during the shootout made me laugh, um, and it kind of backs up the old adage of um, snooker being a misspent youth. Take a listen to this. A little bit like the,
1: the snooker version of The Simpsons, this. Mr. Burns coming out on top. 11. I've never seen The Simpsons, to be honest. <laughs> what? That's <laughs> <the> Alan Bamaris. <Ben-Manus. laughs> I've never seen The Simpsons, to be honest. I've never been up The Hoos. have never been The so have a snooker club. But you know, I just work on my angles. I just sit at home playing with a protractor.
0: That's sad, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Because he, you know, he was a young man I've in the year. Uh... I've never seen the Shimsons myself. After <laughs> <laughs> she, I, would I wouldn't know about that, Clive. I've never seen the Shimsons myself. <laughs> I've never seen The Shumptons, I've never watched Friends, I've never seen it. I've never seen Star Wars, I haven't seen The Shumptons, I've never even watched the news. Just a snooker. I've never seen a film, I've never been to the cinema. There's a fellow at my work who's never been to the cinema. No, I can't, never. I can't believe that. Honestly, he's never been to the cinema, because he said he, he doesn't really like films that much. Really? And someone said... uh. <laughs> we were just having a conversation about it. We were like, what do you think, if you imagine the inside of a cinema, what do you think it's like? You see the inside no, of a cinema. No, no, he's like... Oh, come on. He was, no, honestly, he's like, I've never been in a cinema anyway. Well, you must have seen pictures of it. Well, on what? Oh, come on, come on. Um, <laughs> he doesn't watch a lot of films. Okay. He's never been inside a cinema. So he said, we were like, imagine what do you think the inside of a cinema is like? And he was like, probably just loads of like sofas in a big room. We like, mm-hmm. Sounds nice to me. Well, that's not what a cinema's is like.
0: Um, I'm not a big fan of the cinema. Because you had a traumatic experience. I remember the first time I went as a child, my mum promised me that a woman would go around at the interval with a tray of ice creams, which never materialised. It was a very long film that my brother had chosen. I think it was um, He-Man. It just never (laughs) ended. One of the
1: classics.
0: (laughs) um, I had a a tantrum in the aisle.
1: I believe it was
0: He-Man. I believe my trouble started with he now <laughs> yes um, but yeah I had a tantrum, and I, I I mean I'm I'm only guessing I'm just you know that that's what caused my aversion to, to I don't do think
1: it's just that though because you're quite I, I you're quite like, a fidgety person I think yeah, possibly so for you sitting quietly sitting in the dark for two hours no not a good idea yeah
0: I don't i really quite like the cinema if it's a good film
1: yeah what was the last film you saw at the cinema
0: Mm. He-Man I can't remember the last time I I
1: believe it was He-Man I believe it was a film called He-Man a little film called
2: (laughs) He-Man yes
0: well to be honest
2: with you I've never seen The (laughs) Substance
1: something else I was going to say about the shootout yes Um, you know how we were saying before it's probably not a strong enough format yes. to uh to survive and you say so you don't like that sort mm. of trashy tacky element what if they um made it like a wild west theme <laughs> yeah and oh, like okay. the the whole set was like a saloon and the players came through like saloon doors yeah. with like plinky plunky piano playing that's a really good idea yeah uh, and, and then they all could the dressing cow cowboy costumes yeah, yeah um and all the the imagery could be like
0: Guns and like, shootout We should really be consultants for world snooker. Yeah, I think that I'd catch on. Or was my snooker wife likes to call it, world of snooker.
1: World of snooker! <laughs>
0: that's what she calls them. Is it? Yeah. World of apply snooker. for a job with world of snooker. Like world of leather or something? Yeah. Like a high street World show. of sport. Um, so, oh, what do you think? Do you think we should write to buy with my cowboy shootout idea? It's a really good idea. There was another little clip from your art when uh, Kao Yu Peng was um, introduced. Listen to what he calls him.
2: This is the Coral Snooker shoot out. Let's meet the players. Ladies and gentlemen, China's
0: young finest. It's Chao Yupong and Lian. <laughs> <laughs> Chao Yupong.
1: Cool you. Chao Yupong. <laughs> Get out of my restaurant. Chao Pong.
0: There, <laughs> you stink. Get out. That is quite insulting, isn't it? Well, that guy's a bit of that MC, whatever his name is. Yeah, he's rubbish. He's over the top, isn't he?
1: He's over the top. He's over the top, mate. He's rubbish. <laughs> Curly, you punk. So. Here he is. He's Chinese. is his name. Curly, you punk. Pong. pong off. <laughs> pong off. Mate. Pong off, will ya? Pong off. you? Pong off. You're ponging the place Oh eh? <laughs> Oi, ponging.
0: Okay, it's time for the Conor Langan Memorial.
2: Conor Langan. Competition.
0: <laughs> now... Last month, last episode, <laughs> yeah. um, I made it so difficult that I thought no one would be able to decipher it. Yeah. I just thought, I'll do that. And uh, somebody did decipher it, and that person was the little twerp known as Conor Langer.
2: Conor Langdon!
1: He is so good he is very good. he it. is the only one who could decipher that competition. It was, it was tough. It was it tough. Was brutally tough. In fairness, it was tough. But has Conor Langdon got the answer right? Yeah, he did get it right, yeah. It was Anthony Hamilton.
0: So he's getting another T-shirt. He's got so many now. He's set up a shop. He puts them on every time he gets a new one. It's like Michelin Man now. Yeah. It's very warm. <laughs> um, but this is... Uh, OK, this one's slightly different. It's not a snooker player. It's a celebrity talking about snooker. OK. OK, here, you are. here we go.
2: This man comes up the back stairs. And I'll try and moderate my language. <laughs> but this is nice as you're wankers.
0: You're wankers, you wankers. So yeah, that's it. Um... Can you, you haven't heard that before. Do you, can you, do you, I think I know who that is, yeah. Oh. Okay. So but it might be a bit easier this time.
1: Maybe. But that's good. We want more people to enter.
0: Yeah, yeah. Enter the world. of. We can't have Conor Langan winning every week. No, well, I've stopped sending him T-shirts now. I mean, he can still enter for fun. Yeah, we've got know. a one T-shirt only. Yeah, you, you're only allowed to win the competition once. And then your other plays are for fun. If
1: you win it twice, we'll name the competition after you. Yeah. <laughs> and if you win it three times... I don't know what happens. We'll name the show after you.
0: Yes. Uh, okay, so it's time for Chinese Whispers. So I'll just explain what Chinese Whispers is. It's me going on a Chinese search engine and searching through, like, snooker blogs and forms to find funny translations of, like, either, like, snooker blogs or... So the pages are
1: in Chinese and they're just
0: yeah. automatically translated yeah. by Google into English. So this first one is a little, little bio
1: of Ted Lowe. Cool. Ted Lowe was fond of Billy and Snooker. In the black-and-white era, Ted Loss, explanation quite a waste of breath. Cue ball parked next to the pink ball, the pink ball behind the green balls. Similar explanations exist on colour television. Viewers ball colour at a glance. However, these classic commentary in the future, also brought by the British television comedy Funny. Cue ball parked next to the pink ball, the pink ball behind the grey ball. The ball is behind the green grey ball, but what is grey ball?
0: <laughs> How weird is that? That is very odd. Do you know what I think it is? It's um, do you know the classic.
1: The uh, classic, yeah. for those of you watching in black and white, yeah, yeah. the
0: pinks behind the green. That's great. Yeah. Uh, so I've got this other one. It's, I think it's a little bit about Ray Reardon. Okay. Can read that out.
1: Yeah, okay. Reardon cannot know because he is too old. He is number one in the 1970s, grabbed six times world champion. At that time, he was bucked-toothed, hairstyle, resembles a vampire. Hence the name Dracula. In 2004, Ronnie won the second time. He is the coach. Rocket forgot to wear a vampire dentures to pay tribute to him. <laughs> forgot to I know, wear- I know how I'll pay tribute. I
2: forgot to wear my dentures.
1: <laughs> I know how I could pay tribute to me, and
0: I'll forget to wear my dentures. <laughs> that is a great tribute to a great man. <laughs> Those vampire dentures, I will definitely forget to wear them. <laughs> he'd like that. He'd love that because they're quite <laughs> insulting.
1: Do you know what he'd love? He'd love it if I forgot to wear those vampire dentures.
0: So the next podcast, I think we'll do a World Championship preview.
1: Yeah, That'll it's getting up to our. It's coming up to our one-year anniversary of podcasting. Mm,
0: yeah, I read a thing recently actually that. Uh, people who do podcasts A 10 is usually the level where they gibble. up
1: oh. well we've beaten that yeah, yeah.
0: Well, on the 11th but um so yeah it will be the anniversary the podcast only way is up. and obviously it's the biggie it's what we've been waiting for all year yeah it's the only one that matters this is it this is it the crucible we're gonna watch Kez so <laughs> you will hear us next podcast please stay in touch
2: goodbye goodbye <laughs> Kels was a piece of newspaper. Prologue.
0: Prologue.
1: If you can come down to the crucible and watch snooker, you will feel so prologue, <laughs> and you can say I was there, I did, and I don't even like snooker.